Olá, pessoal. Tudo bem? Welcome to the Brazil Crypto Report podcast, where we talk to the builders, the entrepreneurs, and the influencers from across the Brazil crypto ecosystem. I'm your host, Aaron Stanley, and today I'm joined by José Paulo, who's the president of Crypto Junior in Brazil. Before we jump in, I'd like to say a quick thank you to our partner for this episode, which is the HBAR Foundation. They help to support growth across the Hedera Hashgraph ecosystem. If you're an entrepreneur in Brazil or the Latam region and you have a cool project or an idea that needs some help scaling or just getting started, I highly recommend taking a look at these guys. They have several different grant funds in operation that are seeding projects across DeFi, FinTech, NFTs, and they've got a lot of other resources to help you out along the journey. So please do head over to hbarfoundation.org to take a look and learn more. With that, I'd like to welcome my guest, Jose Paulo of Crypto Junior. Welcome, Jose. Thanks for the introduction, Aaron, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation as well. Great. Thanks for being here. So to get started, why don't you tell us a bit about Crypto Junior and what your role is there? Uh, so for Brazilians, the movement that we are in, the junior enterprise movement, is quite common, but I know that your audience is also quite international, so I'm going to try to introduce this movement to, to the folks who are outside of Brazil. The junior enterprise movement is basically a student-led movement that takes places in the universities in the country. So Crypto Junior is one of those junior enterprises, and we were born in 2019 as the first junior enterprise in Brazil in the fields of cryptocurrency and blockchain web in general. And that's quite interesting because in Brazil, there are over a thousand junior enterprises. So you, you, you can see that, you know, it's a quite large movement in the country and to be born as the first one in, in the web tree is quite representative as well. So I can tell a little bit more about our, our, our history. Yeah, please do. Actually, our roots are in a group that was formed in the, in, in the university, which we were originally based. The university is the Federal University of Santa Catarina in the south of Brazil. This group kind of started with the Boeing 2017, and they were like basically um, focused on trading and cryptocurrency. But, you know, two years later, some, some members of this group, that was basically a study group, uh, decided to form like an, an organization that would provide actual consulting and development. So this is how we were born. So basically, it's a, a movement of like university students, right, who are interested in these in this particular field. So it's almost like a hybrid between a almost like a student club you would find at any interest group of some sort on a university. But there's also a commercial component to it in the sense that your members have some expertise and those members are doing real work with real companies in the space, essentially. It's more than just like an internship type of thing, but they're doing, you know, they're doing a bit more kind of advanced work. Yeah, we connect the university environment to the market environment, in our case, the Web3 market. So we do that bridge between these two words and we prepare the students, we help them to create experience, to, to create a portfolio to when they go, because then when they go to the market, they are way better formed and they are way much more ready to take in uh, leadership positions. And, and, and we were originally formed only by students in our university. Then we started expanding. Now we are present in a few different universities in the country. We are present actually in 10 different states of Brazil. Well, no, I, I think this is really interesting because I I really like this idea of finding new ways to build out crypto talent pipeline in Brazil and, and elsewhere for that matter. But obviously the focus here is on Brazil. The unique thing about crypto is that it presents almost a, a leapfrog mechanism for people 
you can develop these skills on your own. Essentially, you can go on the internet, you can watch YouTube videos, you can just play around with these things yourself, figure out how they work. You don't necessarily need a college degree, even though you're obviously your group is composed of college students in this case, but it's, it's a much different type of role to be trying to hire people for than your traditional consulting or financial services or even IT technology type of jobs, right? So I'm really excited about this new way of being able to source new types of developers and talent in, in this particular market, because I know there's a lot of obviously like local companies that are hiring. I mean, if you look at any, you know, go to any crypto company operating in Brazil and go to their job board and it's going to be full of openings, right? And then also the nice thing about crypto is that most of these jobs are remote. So you don't need to work for just a Brazilian company. You could work for any of these companies. You know, there's a lot of companies that are looking to access talent in the LATAM region, right? So, so maybe talk a bit about how, how you see this program and, and what you guys are doing as kind of being like a bridge in between young people that are looking to get into this field and companies that, you know, can't hire people fast enough. Yeah, as the hub that we are, we connect these organizations that are building and impacting the Web3 ecosystem in Brazil. Basically, our students join our, um, our crypto journey in two different times of the year. We usually open our selective process and in the end of each semester, um, college semester. What basically happens is that these students go to one of the internal areas that we have at Crypto Junior. We have the, the technology and projects area that this is that that's basically for the, the ones who are developers or even for the, the ones who are more interested in tokenomics, usually they go to, to this area as well. There are people who are more interested in community management or even in sales and marketing. So we also have a like of a sales team and, and, and a community management team inside. We get to partner up with some companies and we get to provide our services for them. We, we might build, for instance, smart contracts. We might apply integrations. And with these experiences, the members of that, that are part of CryptoGener get to create a lot of experience and, they, and that catalyzes a lot of their careers. And, and at CryptoGener, they have a lot of access to information, to networking. A few organizations that are our partners and, and that help us in this journey is like, for instance, Ledgers, our partner, they actually uh, gifted us a few Ledgers uh, recently. It was very nice from them. Uh, FTX is our partner. Last year, we uh, created an event with them. It was called Crypto Week. It was quite interesting. It was all remote. We were still in a pandemic, but uh, there, there, were a lot of, there was a lot of good traffic, a lot of good attention to crypto and, 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 and Web3 in general. And a few other companies in Brazil are partners. So it, it's um, a lot of positive impacts that we are, we are creating in the field. Maybe give a, a couple of examples of just some of the projects that you or the folks on your team have worked on. Like what are the, what types of companies have you been working with? And then what types of projects specifically have your members been engaged in? At Crypto Junior, uh, one of the things that make me the happiest is that we get to work with companies that are both traditional companies and also crypto native companies. If they are like traditional companies, we get to help them to, for them to have their first steps in, in, into crypto, in the Web3 world, to build their first products, their first services. In January, uh, we actually delivered a service for a mining company, a traditional mining company. Like they, they actually mined water and they were wanting to uh, build like a secure token to like a 
research and development to raise funds for research and development in some of the areas that they were mining water. And we helped them to like uh, choose the best blockchains. We did the tokenomics for them and we did some tests for, on, on how that token would work. At the same time, recently we got a project which was actually the largest project we got in crypto history uh, with a plate swarm, like a company that is developing a plate swarm. They are from the northeast of Brazil. For this project, which is super crypto native, we are developing the smart contracts. We are integrating the smart contracts with the Launchpad platform, and we are integrating um, the, the, the back end of the game to the front end, front end of the game as well. So yeah, quite proud about the projects that we are getting that are they're from both worlds. You know, like from the ones who are already in the market for like years and that are now seeing this opportunity of the Web3, and also for the ones that are born right now in this new world. So essentially, it's a mix of, if I'm understanding you correctly, it's a mix of kind of larger traditional companies that are saying to themselves, hey, this crypto stuff, this Web3 stuff, blockchain, like we need somebody to help us understand this, but we may not want to bring in some super expensive consulting firm or something because yeah, exactly. for a variety of reasons, right? You guys are kind of like a safe play. It makes might make more sense to engage with you than like a, than one of these other larger firms. And then also with more crypto native companies that are, they, it's like they just need somebody who speaks their language. And since you know you are all are presumably crypto people, there's no level setting, right? There's no like, okay, what's a blockchain? What's you know how does mining work? Yeah. Or like there's no, you don't have to give the whole 101 uh, course, right? Just to get on the same page. So our members, uh, they actually some of them um, are crypto natives since like many like a few years ago already. Meanwhile, a few others are like just students who got interested in the movement and want to learn. So we have this mix inside as well. Like we have members that are more experienced, like for instance, our current head of technology, Felipe, who you know too, uh, he's currently like a, a blockchain developer in two different companies that are like causing a lot of impacts in Brazil. Meanwhile, we have like new members who are still learned. So inside of the organization, we also got that mix, which is very interesting and also represents uh, our market. Is the idea here that your members would like ultimately get jobs or get placements in these companies that they're they're doing work for, or is this is this really more of just a, a building up kind of a resume, a portfolio, getting experience kind of play, or is it more of a a job placement type of play? Yeah, I think the two first definitions that you gave apply to why a member will join CryptoGener. So I think it helps a lot for you to get a job because you are getting experience. You are actually doing consulting or, or, and development, and you are also uh, working in a specific area, like you may, might be working in a project or you might be working in sales. So yeah, that is one of the reasons why this movement, the general enterprise movement, is so common in Brazil. Like it's the most common, I think, student-led type of organization in the country. And the other reason is that it's good for their CV. They are doing like something um, with a mission, with a purpose. They are part of a hub of education. They're training um, young professionals to the market. So I think it's a, a mix between these two reasons. And this is what uh, engages someone to be part of CryptoGener. And this is engaged myself too, to be part of, of this organization. Talk a little bit about just how the, the crypto junior enterprise specifically maybe compares to some of the other types of junior enterprises across different areas or specialties. I guess my assumption would be that you know young people like yourself are probably much more interested in crypto than they are in other things at this point. So it seemed like I would suspect that you're probably getting a lot of interest from students who are like, hey, this is something I would want to be involved in, maybe more so than some maybe like not quite as interesting field, I suppose. 
Uh, but maybe talk a bit about or what type of interest you've seen from students over the last couple of years, especially, I mean, especially maybe even over the last 18 months where we've really been in, you know, kind of a bull market. I do think that there are many young students that are super interested in crypto and Web3, but I think there's a lot more room for us to explore. Like when I look at the line of the restaurant of the universe and I think how many of these people are actually building Web3, I think, you know, like the percentages are so small compared to the amount of people who are, you know, currently using the internet. So there's a lot more room there for us to explore. And that is true. Like since 2019, Crypto Junior has had more than 100 members and without a doubt in the last 18 months, it's when, you know, like things started to, to go like logarithmic scale, you know, <laughs> so we started to scale out our operations and the amount of members that are part of the organization. Um, in our last selective process, for instance, to show the interest from the students, we opened it for three days and we got 142 subscriptions. So, you know, like it, it's, there are many, many students out there who want to be Part of crypto journal who want to join us and that is our idea basically to gather the best minds interested in crypto regardless of their experience in the country and you know like to have them up you know in a place where they get to connect to each other and work together so this is also one of the differentials that we have when compared to a traditional general enterprise if we were really talking about a traditional general enterprise in the country they usually are specific to a degree like to a major like like the the junior enterprise of the biology major of a given university that is how it works you know so crypto junior when it was when we were born we were actually born a little bit different already because we were not focused on one course because there's no crypto course in the university so it can't be only you know like part of a course we were uh, born in this social economic school actually but then we started to scale we were present in the whole university and now we were present in different uh, universities in the country which is also very different from a traditional joint enterprise they are usually focused on a major and on a university, sometimes on the whole university, but you know, to be present in many universities, we kind of go a little bit over the uh, the, the extent of a joint enterprise and we reach a level of you know, like being a representative study student body. So I suppose you'd get a much maybe broader, like divert, more diverse, just uh, array of students who are coming in joining this enterprise then then would join like you know the biology you know, you know enterprise right right, enterprise, sure. right? Where, where where with with crypto it's it's i mean this is the interesting thing about working in crypto is that like you really have to be kind of a swiss army knife in terms of your skill stack right where it's like you have to know about computer science and you have to know about economics and monetary policy and you have to know about game theory and kind of all these different areas and you have to know everything from kind of those types of skills to even just understanding just generally like the, the, the layout of the ecosystem and how marketing in, in crypto works, all this kind of stuff. Right. So it's a really kind of like a unique, like skill set, I guess, you know, there's, there's kind of something for everybody, right. Where maybe, you know, uh, I mean, not to knock on biology, but like, you know, the biology enterprise may not, you know, you might get a more kind of uh, standard type of applicant to that than you would for, for a crypto junior enterprise like this. Is that, is that a, a fair way of stating it? Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, like last time I counted, we had around 15 different majors in in, in crypto junior. So I mean, like this is a lot of majors, and, and and thinking that we had only 32 members that were active members. So you know, like <laughs> it's like it's really diverse. You know, we didn't we don't have anyone from biology, but we do we do have people from agronomy. Agronomy. So you know, like if, if that's the case, we, we got people from many different uh, fields. So how do you see this junior enterprise expanding in the coming years? Is it, 
you know, what, what's maybe the roadmap there? Is it, is it, you know, establishing at more universities across the country? Is it just trying to kind of grow the number of people involved or students involved? Is it trying to grow the number of companies that you're engaging with? What does that look like? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like the main purpose for crypto generators to foreign leaders in the crypto space. So I would be really happy if our members, you know, our future alumni start building their own projects and join like great companies, great organizations, and basically, you know, build the, the, the future of Web3 that we all want to be part of. So I think that is the major goal, you know, to catalyze this leadership in, in, in the area. I think it, it's going to be very important for us to expand to our universities to raise awareness of this opportunity that we have right now, which is an opportunity to up a generation. And, and, and to do that, of course, to have this larger reach will, will be important. Just kind of thinking just sort of pragmatically here. What can companies or, or protocols who are, are looking to hire in Brazil uh, or you know, build an ecosystem in Brazil or maybe just even have a larger presence in Brazil? I mean, these could be companies that are either local or based abroad or crypto foundations or groups that are trying to kind of build an ecosystem around their particular protocol. Maybe like LATAM is like on their list of places to go, but they just haven't really gotten there yet. How can these types of groups maybe partner or leverage uh, what you guys are doing? You have a whole group of, of students who are hungry to, be, to get involved and to be doing stuff. How do you kind of see all these, uh, these folks dancing together here? The first step here is for us to establish a partnership. Like usually that's how we, we talk to companies. A representative from the company talks to someone from Crypto Jenner, and then we set up like, for instance, a mentoring class or, you know, like um, know each other uh, uh, meeting. So we get to understand a little more of what the company is doing and they get to understand a little more also what we are doing, how we can collaborate and build together. So usually we do this first uh, touch and then it, it, we see what happens after that? Because we need to see if there is synergy, if, if the company is a fit for us. But usually uh, for the most, most, most case scenarios, we want to partner with companies because we are like a nonprofit organization and we do have the, the commercial side. We, we do sell our services, but we are a nonprofit organization and where the members are are for the purpose, they are for the experience. So it always impacts us positively when a new company talks to us or, or when we talk to a company and we get like a positive feedback and we establish like, a, you know, like maybe we're going to create an event here in the university as we have done before. And then we, we it would be like very good for us to have a, the sponsorship from these companies and we would expose their brands and, and in exchange, they would uh, basically support us with some materials or maybe someone from that brand, if, if there's someone in the country could come and, and be a speaker in one of these events. And also maybe sometimes we might be um, like, for instance, we travel to members from CryptoGener, travel to Crypto to its real uh, in, in March. And you know, like there were some expenses, like um, partner companies helped us with that, like the gate, which is in a, a DAX from the UK, helped us with the tickets, for instance. This was quite important for us to be present in the event. So uh, usually companies uh, like foster these um, these activities inside of CryptoGener and in exchange, we are gonna, of course, provide them with uh, our connections and with the, the talent pipeline that we have uh, uh, inside. And uh, yeah, that's, that's basically how we have been doing it. 
Generally speaking, what's been the feedback from companies who have worked with you or supporting you in some fashion? Like, I mean, why do they find this valuable to engage with you? Right. That's a good question. I believe it is because the people who are in Crypto Junior, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, are really the best minds in the universe that are interested in crypto and in Web3. So it's interesting for these companies to be in touch with us because we are basically, you know, like the, the generation that, that is changing this scenario, that is, that is building this scenario. And many members that are like currently former members from Crypto Junior actually started to work in one of these companies. So they got the talent from the source. Got it. Now there's there's a bit of a you know a crypto junior alumni network, you know, gradually yeah. spreading crypto yeah. junior mafia sort of thing, right? <laughs> Definitely. Actually, yeah, actually, <laughs> that, that's so funny. Yesterday we made a, a similar joke because we were we we're like a, a friend of mine and I we were talking about how all of this happened, like the first group that initiated crypto junior and then crypto junior, and we were thinking about the the guys who were part of the of, of the organizations in the beginning, and then like one um actually just sold his company to another bank and like a larger fintech in the country. The other one just received an investment from a large VC in the country. So it's like, it's so funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, man. So the Coinbase mafia has nothing on the crypto junior mafia. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, turning, turning it back to you, just how did you get involved in crypto and get into this role? And then what's your sort of, your longer term career ambitions? Like, where are you looking to go? At crypto junior, our idea is actually passing the leadership forward. So I am the 40th president in the history of the organization. The organization like was born in 2019. So we have been here for four years and we got four presidents. And that, that's the idea. Like So in the near future, I intend to get out from the presidency, support uh, new, new leaders, the new generation of leaders. There are other leaders in the organization too. We have the head of technology, of community management, all of that. And I intend to be an advisor at CryptoJunior, but actually um, focus a little more on the other projects that I am in the space or that I, I am going to be building in the space. And uh, this is my my, my near future uh, view. Of course, my longer uh, my long term view is basically to build decentralized projects that will expand the the capacity of the human civilization. So yeah, <laughs> and and why I. I <laughs> why I, I started in crypto or how um, it came to be a thing to me. I, I don't really know, like it, that, that's not uh, something that I have an answer to. I, I can say that when I joined Crypto Junior, I, I was interested, but I, I wasn't really proficient in crypto. So that definitely catalyzes me as a person. I joined it like a tra as a trainee in, people and man in the people and management team. And that really like changed my whole view uh, in, in the field. I think it was a little bit of the influence of the time. Like I understand that this is an opportunity for us to build a better world than what was before. And I see it is an awesome opportunity for our careers. So I think it was a mix of everything, you know, just the right timing, the right context, the right stimulus. And I, I believe it was all of that together. Well, how can folks find you or get a hold of you or or just learn more about Crypto Junior? So for CryptoJunior, we have our website, which is basically CryptoJunior.org. You can check it there right now. And we also have like our LinkedIn page, our Discord server. We also got um, an Instagram uh, page. And, and as far as to find me on the internet, the platform that I have been actually using more right now is LinkedIn. It's basically LinkedIn.com. 
con slash forward and slash forward Z Paulo. Z Paulo, right? So it's uh, Z E Z. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Z Paulo. Awesome, awesome. Okay, very yeah. cool. That's a great pronunciation, uh, actually. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I've, I've been practicing here, uh, here in, in, in <laughs> bingo land over here. So, Anyway, well, hey, th thank you, Zeth, so much for, for coming on the show here. Uh, it's really great to have you and really cool to learn about what you're doing and um, what you're doing on behalf of you know, the younger population in Brazil and, and just really excited about this, you know, creating this talent pipeline uh, that will help kind of build this decentralized future in, in Brazil and everywhere. So uh, any last words for our, our audience here? Yeah, definitely. And I, I think I must say that my last word here will be to thank you back because what you're doing for the Brazilian community with Brazil Crypto Report is huge. You're basically taking out the information that is inside of Brazil. And usually that's what we have been talking about here. Brazil got a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Like the technology we're developing in the country is comparable, really, really comparable to the technologies that are being developed in Europe or in the United States. But there is a language barrier where like most Brazilians don't speak English. So it's like to bring the information that is what's happening inside of Brazil to the community outside of Brazil. This is basically like the bridge that we are needing here in the country to, to go forward and to be one of the main, um, like one of the main powers in, in, in this new world. So yeah, thank you for that, Aaron. Thank you. No, I appreciate the support as always. Yeah, well, thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you next time with another great guest. Obrigado, everyone, and thanks for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the Brazil Crypto Report newsletter on Substack if you haven't already. And please do give the show a five-star rating on your podcast app if you enjoyed this content. We'll be back soon with another great guest.